Welcome everyone to another Trans Tuesday by My Feminine Heart. I am your host, Cassandra Storm. We are an interactive online show. Uh, we go live every Tuesday night and we are a sisterhood of cisgendered and trans women supporting the trans women community. Uh, we have some fantastic shows um, that we have groups of uh, service providers who love to service uh, the trans female community. And we have inspiring trans women who come on the show and they share the exciting things going on in their lives and the journeys that they are living. And we have one of the most inspirational trans women I have ever met. Oh my goodness. So if you haven't um, heard of her or seen her or read her stuff, um, she's absolutely phenomenal. Her name is Ashley Brundage. She did, she's so giving of her time. She did a full interview with My Feminine Heart um, earlier this year, back at first event, actually last it, February. It was not only the first event, it was also the last event. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. <laughs> That'll be its own hashtag. So, um, right. Ashley Brundage is this incredible advocate. She's a national board member with GLAAD, with the NGLCC. I could go on and on with your resume and everything that you've done for the community, but let me just say, welcome, Ashley. We're so excited that you're here. I know we have to give like a big virtual heart hug, right? Because, you know, we're, we're like, I can high five the camera, right? It's like... <laughs> like everybody needs that though if you are if you're out there and you're watching and you need a hug like here's a hug for you like that's yes so totally totally for everybody especially over the holiday season this is the time where sometimes you just need a hug a hundred percent and so yes actually every episode we have done this month has been free to watch for our entire sisterhood that is out there Usually about once a month or twice a month, we reserve episodes for just our club members. But being the holidays, you know, from Thanksgiving through to the new year, we wanted um, every show to be about surviving stress, surviving the holidays. We So our whole stress holiday episodes, de-stressing, started with um, a wine at home wine vacation with Elizabeth Taylor right before Thanksgiving. That was our gratitude episode. And uh, we all drank wine and learned about wine and talked about what we were grateful for. Uh, so if you haven't seen these, they're free to watch on our Facebook page or through our website, myfeminineheart.com. After that, we had an episode with um, a certified massage therapist, Becky Ham, from our fave transgender-friendly spawn salon, Rise Beauty Company. And she taught us self-massage and acupressure techniques to relieve stress. Last week, we had a takeover with our club members and they- It, it was a trans takeover. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it was amazing. So Karen Kendra Holmes hosted, um, we had Donna New and Lisa Smith, Miranda Jones and Stephanie Ward all came on and they talked about what is it like to be a trans woman at the holidays? You know, what was it like before you transitioned and you were kind of holding everything in? What was it like that first family gathering right after transitioning and and what are their lives like now you know years after transition for those who have not everyone on the panel has has fully transitioned some live part-time so what is their life like so if you are in need of like any love and support these episodes are totally free for you and tonight is like our inspiration episode because we have ashley brendage 
who just accomplished what is an impossible dream for so many, a life dream, a bucket list item for others. You just wrote your own first book. I did it. Yes. Wait, hold on. I have them here. This is not a problem. These are real. <laughs> I am so proud of you. The book is Empowering Differences. Can you put that right up to our camera, please? This is incredible. So tell us about it. What has it been like writing your first book? Um, it's been quite an undertaking and very emotional. Um, it required so much of my heart uh, to really be able to put into words what I went through in my career journey. Um, so for those of you that are watching today and you're thinking, wow, I don't know if I can be authentic. And I think that that might hurt my chances in my journey. I'm here to tell you that this book is the secret key recipe to highlighting your differences and how to be strategic, how to leverage your differences to impact change. Um, it was very emotional <laughs> to, to write a book um, that hopefully will help so many, not just in the trans community, but across all different diverse communities can really leverage the findings that I found by diving into this concept of empowering differences. As you know, as a businesswoman talking to um, another businesswoman, you know, one of the things I loved when we talked about your transition journey, when we did that interview, gosh, like nine months ago. Um, Felt it, like centuries ago. <laughs> it does. It feels like, like anything pre-COVID feels like it, like forever. Right. Um, one of the things that I really loved was how you talked about I mean, you, you climbed the corporate ladder twice yes. without a college degree yes. and you started from the bottom rung both times. And, you know, as somebody who, who is just in love with all things business myself, I love hearing your stories, your, your corporate climb, how you did your job interviews. Um, because when you reinvented yourself and you had to go back through the corporate ladder all over again, you dumped down your resume, your resume, um, you started over, but you, when you did it, you started over as Ashley and you went and interviewed as Ashley, like newly as Ashley, which is. So yeah. Oh yeah. I was so not ready for that. Um, looking back at the, at that moment, like I wish that I had more preparation. I wish that I listened to the resources. I wish that there were so many resources like there are now with, um, you know, people like Lindsay Taub in our community and in you and, and so many others that are out there now that weren't there. Um, and it, it was a lot of trial and error <laughs> coming into really finding myself, my own sense of branding, style, um, you name it. All of that was not easy. Yeah. And that's what I love about your book is you really go through your personal trial and error. Like I am not somebody who likes to reinvent the wheel. I want to know what's worked for other people, learn from their mistakes and not repeat them myself. So I love in reading your book, you know, when we interviewed before, we kind of, there's such a big story to you, to Ashley Brendage, like, like we had to kind of like go speedily through this part of your life. Um, but when we did 
I would in reading your book, you really talk about okay. <laughs> all the interviews you went on that didn't work for you. Like you had a strategy in mind and then you were like, well, I'm not getting a job. So I need to look at the strategy again. Yeah. And that's really when I started to frame out this, the, the, this book really is a four step process to empower differences, the entire book. Um, and I wanted to make it really easy and digestible for people to really understand, regardless of what you have going on in your world, that you could follow the four steps. That's it. <laughs> Trying to make things super easy. Okay. Um, the four step process to empower your differences is kind of what I uncovered at the end, <laughs> right? When I reached the pinnacle of my career mission. If somebody, um, if somebody looked at your book and they said, why is it important to empower differences? What would you say? I would say that, yeah, I, I would say that it's going to be the foundational difference into whether you want to just grow your career or if you want to make the kind of leap that I did as a, from a part-time teller to the VP, national VP of diversity and inclusion. Um, because to make a leap like that and to grow your career in less than five years in that process, you have to have all, you have to be juggling all the balls at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and that's, um, that's, and that's why it's so important. So what happened is you were a middle manager, um, had lost your, you'd walked away from your job. You, we had a recession. You went back into the job market as Ashley, dumbed down your resume, started as a bank teller. And you're saying in five years, you went from a bank teller to a VP at a major financial institution. Yeah, not just the VP, but a VP of a major financial services organization running, running a national program for the diversity and inclusion office um, with no no. SHRM certification, no, uh, no, no college diploma, none of that. I empowered my differences is how I did that. Um, that was those strategic moves that I made. I love that because that's the American dream. And that is why this is like the inspiration episode. And so you took the strategies of how you rose so high, like you created your own job. Like there was no VP of yeah. diversity inclusion before you were like, we need this. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, really that, um, so I know that some people are probably wondering, Ashley, what is the four-step process, <laughs> right? Um, I haven't even looked at comments. So, I mean, I'm guessing that we're getting some comments. Uh, yeah, I'll check in with everyone in a minute. You've got a lot of people saying hi to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, we um, want to hear the so the, How do you, what are the four steps to do right. something fast? So the four steps, because I can tell you the four steps, but you still need to read the book because you won't really understand how I did it until you read the book. Um, but step one is ultimately knowing yourself because you can't make the kind of change. You can't create the kind of inspiration. You can't rise quickly without really knowing yourself. So knowing yourself, and I have an entire list of ways that I used and exercises that I used to know myself. And then step two is knowing others. And so 
you have to know your community, you have to know your resources. So I introduce all those resources and concepts throughout the book that'll help you to know others because you have to know others to be successful to empower differences. If you're not aware or if you're not, not um, up on the lingo, right? Or if you're not connected to social justice movements, you have to know others. And then step three, and I feel like I'm like sipping some tea <laughs> on step three is, um, is you have to develop your strategy. So I introduce ways in which you can develop your strategy in the book. And then step four is the empowering actions. And that's when the magic starts to happen. <laughs> and really creating change. I'd love to go through each section a little bit, if, if that's okay, and give some examples of why this is so amazing. Um, you know, your intro to the book was um, written by a mother who- Oh, the foreword. The foreword, yeah. It was written by a mother who, you know, met you, you were the first trans person she'd ever met, went home and told her 11-year-old, and then a, a month later, her 11-year-old came out as trans to her. I know, just that story alone is worth buying the book. <laughs> it, is, it is, but what I loved about what she wrote about you was, you know, the internet has become a jungle. Like you get lost in the weeds. There's so much information. It is exhausting. Like I used to think of myself as a researcher, like I love to do research and I think I was a library book researcher. Like when I think about having to research on the internet, I get exhausted and overwhelmed because there's so much on any subject out there and it's not always right and it's not always good. And what I love about your book and what she says about you is you're not just putting out like a theory or it's not just like a, an autobiography. What you created is a strategic plan to changing I think in many ways changing your life period, specifically your career, but you know, these are principles you can apply to every aspect of your life. So that you, but you literally give a strategic plan to follow and you share your personal trials and errors of why this works and, and why other ways aren't successful. And I just, um, and when she shared that, that you were that resource for her, that you helped her, you didn't just say, oh, you know, your child wants to transition. Here's a few websites to go to. You gave her a step-by-step -step plan of like, this is how you do it. This is how you be a mom of a, of a child who's trans or how you be an ally, yeah. an advocate. Yeah, in fact, I gave her really the keys to empowering differences, honestly. <laughs> uh, at that point, I hadn't yet put it all on paper and formalized it, but yes. And that's in essence, really what I have kind of always been doing since I came out um, almost 11 years ago um, and started living authentically every day. Um, it's really been about empowering, empowering others. Like it, if you build in and you give your time to others, it will come back to you tenfold, right? Uh, oh, it's 100% really important to just remember that. So that means that that volunteer work that you do, the even just sometimes just attending a group therapy session, maybe you don't personally need the group session, 
but you being there adds one more person there for somebody else to have a, a ear, a listening ear, and that invests so much in the community. I love so, that. yeah. So I'd love to um, talk about a few things that wouldn't, you know, you you begin the the first section is knowing yourself. Um, so I'd like to hit that because you mentioned Lindsay Taub and myself, and you know, Lindsay's an image consultant. We talk, I talk a lot with her and do presentations with her. We talk about feminine comportment and kind of starting off your life in this new um, gender. And um, knowing yourself is a big part of that. Um, but before we get into that, I would love to hit some of our audience because they're so excited that you're here. So I want to <laughs> make sure we haven't missed any questions yet. Um, but oh my goodness, Chloe Webb says, hello, Tracy Ashley is with us. She's in finals week. She's our token student who um, joins us. Ashley Chamara, we have Rami Sargon, Donna New, um, Susan Hall, she wants to know where Spencer is. He's sleeping on the couch downstairs. Um, <laughs> uh, Stephanie says, hi ladies. Um, this tech stuff is new to me. Oh, well, welcome. Welcome, Maggie. We're excited that you're joining us. Janelle Crossley says hello, Angela Callant, and yeah, everyone's just super excited for you. So ladies, as we're talking about stuff, if you have questions for Ashley, now's the time. Um, but yeah, let's hit section one. Ashley, wh what are some ways that people may not be aware of categories they might fall into or things they should know about themselves or things they should identify about themselves that maybe is different, but they can use to empower their difference. Yeah, so number one, this this is, um, so obviously, yes, I published a book and that's super exciting. Um, but I think that this is a point where it would be really great to share that empowering differences is also a workbook. Um, and the biggest part about this workbook and why I built a workbook that, that is out there as well is because it has the self-assessment and the self-assessment, which is located in the book as well, but just sometimes it's hard to really be able to really take the time to, to do a self-assessment. Um, you know, it's year end. So this is the time, if you've ever been thinking about doing a self-assessment, this is when you should really, I mean, people naturally think about this time you're in your beginning is the time to really holistically look at yourself. And so when you grab this self-assessment, you're going to see tons of questions that really help you understand you uh, for who you are, right? Your dimensions of diversity, how many places you've lived in, how many passport stamps you have are just some of the examples of the questions that I ask in this self-assessment, but it is meant to really start getting you thinking about how you operate and how you live your life and how you represent yourself. Yeah, because for you, Ashley, you know, you started interviewing as Ashley, um, you know, for a new position. They knew you were different as the, you know, you walked into so many rooms and so many of them had never even met or heard of um, transgender before or met a transgender person for you. How did you turn what they saw as being different or an obstacle? How did you turn that into a positive for them that's made them say, this is somebody we need in our organization? Yeah, um, so for me, I used the first three 
of my 10 empowering actions found in the book um, to really start to break through with those human resources professionals. Now, I'll tell you is that when I went through this the first time, I went in the wrong order. <laughs> and if you'll notice throughout the book, I list the 10 empowering actions in the order in which I use them to grow my career. So there's a reason that they're presented in this order. For those who have been following me on social media over the last few weeks, you've been noticing them come out in, in order, in consequential order. There's a purpose behind that. Um, so I actually, at the time, used them the wrong order initially. And I decided to educate was the first one that I used, which was leading to a longer conversation. And so I would share with them what trans meant, um, what it was like to live a day in my shoes, um, how I was not going to be any different than any other employee. And then I was going and then I started introducing inspiration and why it's important to inspire the person that you're talking to to help them get past their own self. Because if you can inspire them in a conversation and show them that you're nothing more than just any other regular person, but you bring something special to the table, then you have the ability to really make a difference and sit there longer. And then for me, the last thing that I did in these job interviews, and when I finally realized that it all clicked, and this is why Empower is first, okay, um, is because then I started to use empowerment. And using, in, in my last few interviews, I was using empowerment, inspiration, and education in that order. And that's when it actually all clicked for me. And, um, and, and examples of the empowerment piece is, hey, guess what? I know that you might have some questions about my status as a, being a part of the trans community. I'm very open in that. But I do want to let you know that I'm going to be the secret sauce or the secret key recipe to helping your organization really connect with the LGBT consumer. Um, and speaking of the LGBT consumer, there's an estimated 1.4 million LGBT business owners in America, and they are contributing $1.7 trillion to the United States economy. That would be the 10th largest economy in the world. So I know that you want your company to win in that space, and I'm going to help you do that together. That's phenomenal. Imagine everyone out there, if you walked in and you said that, like you put that on the table, that you are the key, the 10th largest economy in the world. Boom, mic drop, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> we're ready to empower our differences. But that's what you mean by first you were empowering and inspiring when you walk in and you made like education first and you were like I'm Ashley and I'm trans and this is what trans means like you you skipped over that inspirational part yeah. um yeah and the empowerment too yeah and I think like no one wants to be lectured to people get inspired to learn and then they crave information but nobody wants a stranger coming in and just like talking at them right you have you said it you have to be inspired to learn yeah right yeah. So that's why inspire is before educate in the 10 empowering actions. 
Exactly. Exactly. See, it makes sense. It does. And I love that you really share in here, like what worked and what didn't for you, um, the whole trial and error process. I mean, you are like, like when I think of the, the movies I watched growing up, um, the inspirational, like the field of dreams, like the big dream stuff. I mean, you literally have done all this, never went to college. And at one point, you know, you, you had lost your home in the yeah. financial crisis. Like you really were, when we talk about knowing and, and knowing others is another part of your book, knowing the struggles other people go through, you went from a successful, what was considered on the outside, somebody with white male privilege to um, being homeless, to becoming a trans woman and a part of the LGBTQ community. Like you went from somebody who visually on the outside seemed to have power and then you changed all that around and had a completely different understanding of so many other people in society and what climbing the corporate ladder was like for them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a gift that you had that looking glass that you've now seen so many different um, lifestyles and parts of the world. Yeah. And, and I think that um, it's helped me really be able to oftentimes connect with white cis hetero um, uh, males um, in the workforce. Uh, I, I, I have the ability to really understand what they've gone through, what they go through, like how they think, oh, wow, this diversity and inclusion thing is not necessarily a good thing for me. It might be like eliminating my chance to get promoted or something like something like that. And, and I, I'm able to connect with them and really help them understand that they have a position of privilege. They, they can use the access that they have to make an impact for others. Um, I love that. That's a big part of your book too, is not only finding people to mentor you, but then mentoring other people, like using your privilege to help bring other people up the mm -hmm. ladder. Yeah. Um, and also there's a big section in my book around the differences between um, mentorship and sponsorship uh, because they live in different worlds, completely different worlds. <laughs> So your, your book and you have a system, so you have a workbook and the workbook kind of takes you through how many steps? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, well, it's a four step process to empower differences. Um, and then, um, but the workbook basically starts with the self-assessment. Um, and then after the self-assessment, um, it goes into each of the 10 empowering action modules. Um, so really, when you think about the four-step process of empowering differences, really the workbook is all about, mostly about knowing yourself and knowing others. And then step three is when you start to get into the empowering actions. And, and, and that's you, you're, when you're still developing your strategy. You, you have to be able to be developing your strategy while you're still knowing yourself and knowing others. Um, and then once you move past knowing yourself and knowing others and you have a strategy and you that you fully developed what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and then how you're going to track the results from your engagements, that's when then you're actually working now to fully empower differences all day long. And why um, is it important to know others, you know, beyond just understanding yourself and how you would promote yourself? 
in the workforce. Uh, I mean, because if you are only trying to better yourself, then you're not going to win in this world. I mean, if 2020 has taught us anything, right, it's that we need to be consciously aware of the social justice movements that are happening around us. And we have to amplify others' voices so much more. Um, it's, it's, it's crucial. It's crucial to the whole mission of empowering differences. Can't go at it alone and you can't, you can't be a lone wolf. Um, you, you just, you have to be better. You have to be better for everyone. Um, there's always somebody less privileged out there that needs your support, compassion, and understanding. I love that. And, you know, there's, there's such a bigger humanistic picture with that. Um, you know, it's not just about the career, but how we live our lives. Like you said, I mean, if COVID hasn't, if COVID taught you nothing else, we cannot go it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, but from a strategy standpoint, like when you're, how would you utilize knowing others in with strategy? Like, how would you bring that together? Like, say you're at a cocktail party and you're conversing with other people. Like, how yeah. would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, are you quoting the book? Because I think that you're quoting the book, actually. <laughs> I read your book. I read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, totally. The uh, So as you're starting to, you know, know yourself and know, you know, now you're knowing others. I mean, every time you go into a room, right? You have to have your head on a swivel. You have to be thinking three, four, five steps ahead, three, four, five conversations ahead. Um, you have to be really calculated in this world. Um, it's not easy to live in spaces as a minority, as a woman, as a six foot tall transgender woman who's out and about. And especially if I'm wearing heels that day, right? I mean, I'm going to walk in the room and immediately own the room without even saying anything. Um, all the heads on the swivel are going to turn and look. Um, so if I'm not walking around as confident as you know what, people will immediately pick that up and say, not confident, let's just move along. Uh, we have to be able to know what other and anticipate what others are going to do and say. Um, and I know that that may seem like a lot to process, um, but we have to set the example. Like, you know, when you think about the transgender movement right now, um, we are in the trans civil rights era, like 50 years from now, People are going to be looking back at 2015 to 2025. Hopefully by 2025, we solved it, right? Uh, maybe I'm dreaming, okay? But they're going to no, look back in a history book, right? <laughs> but they're going to look back in, a, in the history book and they're going to say, this was the trans civil rights movement. Um, and how you carry yourself, how you react, how you react to a difficult situation, um, how you network, all of those things are going to matter immensely. Um, so you really have to be strategic in knowing your strategy. And I'll tell you another thing that I, like, I, if I knew I was going to be somewhere at a networking event, you know, I would look to see who said they're going on social media. And, and I would social media stalk them and see what they're up to. to so that way I knew one or two people in the room that I wanted to try to meet while I was there. Um, if you're not being strategic like that, trust me, somebody else will, and they're going to beat you to the punch. I mean, it can be as simple as what's your conversation starter. 
Like yeah. I share so many of my posts are mostly public on Facebook, uh, like my Instagram. So you don't have to look at me for more than two minutes online to know that I'm a dog mom. I'm all about the rescue dog. <laughs> like that's, you know, that's an easy way if you were to broach me at a um, cocktail party to have a conversation with me in a really non-invasive way. And that establishes like that connection. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the connection, guess what? The connection then it can be everlasting. Um, and the person who acquires the most connections leads to be eventually will be the person who has the most sponsors and the person who has the most sponsors at the end of the day is the one that's going to win the race yeah and what's the difference between a sponsor and a mentor so a mentor is someone who typically has to be present in some capacity um and it requires you to really invest with that other person um you're going to learn a lot from that person there's a big commitment typically either one time or mostly usually reoccurring. Um, so mentorship is going to be really important in your mission to empower others. Um, but a spinoff of mentorship and part of mentorship is then developing those people as sponsors. You can also just develop sponsors as well, which falls more into the access category of the 10 empowering actions. Um, and so a sponsor does not have to be present to say your name. They're going to be in a place where you don't have access to. They could be in the boardroom and they can say, Ashley Brundage in the boardroom. And then I'm literally in the boardroom now and I haven't actually walked in the boardroom ever in my life then in that scenario. Um, that's the power behind having a sponsor is that ability. Of course, a mentor should naturally also be a sponsor for you if you've done your job right as a mentee. Um, but the sponsors can be anyone. And it's so easy to lift just to say your name. Simple, easy actions can be sponsorship of others. Even just retweeting right now, go right now and retweet my feminine heart. Go right now and share this video right now so that 15 other people who could be on right now watching your scrolling through the Facebook feed are going to be able to see it. And then you've not only amplified your own self, You've amplified my feminine heart. You've amplified empowering differences. You've amplified Ashley Brundage. And then you've amplified all the people that I'm going to help. For example, like if you decide to go right now to empoweringdifferences.com and buy your signed book from my website, 10% of the proceeds from that book is going to go back to GLAD um, to support the work that GLAD does nationally to amplify LGBTQ voices. See, it's like a system. It's and it's link. all about helping. Yes. Okay. So everybody, if you're watching on this link, share it to your page and give a shout out um, to My Feminine Heart, Empowering Differences, and, and Ashley Brundage. And Ashley, um, I love that you're giving 10% back to GLAD. That is so beautiful. And that's, I mean, the whole thing of your book. If you weren't giving that back, I, it wouldn't feel like an Ashley Brundage book. or an Ashley. <laughs> Right? Um, but I know you're also gifting everyone in our audience like they literally don't even have to be a club member that you are also offering a discount to anybody yes. watching um and if you're on our email list i emailed this out already 
Um, I believe it's 10% off your book. Yes, yes, yes. So we're doubling, right? So we're not only giving 10% to GLAD, 10% of the proceeds, we're giving 10% immediately back to you. Um, I could share, share the code if you want me. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, let's do it. It's for, it's, this is for everyone in our listening audience, everybody who's watching. So this is why you want to share this, share this, and you can even share the code. Give them the code. Okay. Hold on. What, uh, you know, it's like, I had, I had this all set and then, and then, um, and then now I don't. So it's like, wow. I think it's hard. <laughs> Um, here we go. There we go. All right. Now we got it. Now we got it. Now we're coming up one moment and screen one. Yes. There you go. How's that? Um, uh, my feminine heart. I'm here trans Tuesday. Um, and the products that I've been talking about today so far, all of them, you can save 25%, um, with the coupon code heart all caps oh 25 percent um, you're right 25 <laughs> so you're trying to shortchange yes 25 percent off everybody 25 percent. so share this live to your yes. page and and tell people you can get 25 percent off with coupon code heart yes and ashley's gift to all the sisters of my feminine heart thank you so much ashley <laughs> my pleasure yes and i'm excited to um actually sign your book because if you buy it for my website right you're economically empowering me um to help more people um and uh of course yes if you really wanted my book like tomorrow you could you could Amazon Prime it as well. But if you type in this coupon code on Amazon, I don't think they're going to take it for you. <laughs> so if we go to your link, empoweringdifferences.com, and we put in this code, we can still get a signed copy of the book? Yes, today, okay. yes. <laughs> okay. So don't wait, everybody. Like, I think you extended this for us because this was like an early pre-order. It um, was, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is exciting, everybody. So if you missed your chance during the pre-order time back in like November, you can still get your signed copy of the book. And I got to say, so um, Jennifer Lynn Taliga, um, she said, and think about it, knowing Ashley is also another connection to expanding your business. And she says she loves the book too. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh my goodness. So Susan Holt says, so glad to hear you referring to um, selling the economic benefits of diversity and inclusion programs. I have seen this work. Um, Donna New, who is one of our club members, she's also a life coach. She's with you. She's like, it helps to know your audience. Jennifer Taliga again says, your confidence owns the room. Miranda Jones, oh my gosh, she's quoting you. She's like, quote, amplifying others' voices. I love it. I love it. Like you've got so many people who are so excited about this. Um, now, when we talk about mentors and sponsorships, because it's like how you grow and then how you help others come up the ladder. Is there a part in your workbook that teaches us how to find the right mentors and sponsorships? Yes, I actually, um, there's an inventory. I asked you to keep an inventory list in the workbook. 
um, that helps you to connect with mentors and sponsors. And then you learn which of the empowering actions are most of the ones you want to focus on. So remember, like I talked about um, inspiration, right? And education without empowerment don't really work as great. <laughs> uh, but really those three together in the empower, inspire and educate working together is really what kind of got my foot in the door and got me introduced to people. The other seven actions that I focus on in the book, all are what really obviously combined with the other three, but those seven were really the ones that helped me move from part-time teller to VP of diversity and inclusion yeah. in the less than five years. Um, and you'll see that as you are developing your strategy and you're later on in this mission of empowering your differences, you will see how those words are so impactful. The actions behind them are impactful. Um, you need inclusion, right? You, and I've mentioned a lot of them already today, access, um, investments. I've said investments as well, mentoring, right? You need all these um, to really make that kind of impact for others um, and give back. And then, and then it'll lead to the real change um, that goes on. Yeah. which is the influence, right? You have to be able to, to connect and make influence and amplify the other people's voices. Um, Who all would benefit from your book and your course? I mean, obviously it's based towards somebody, like if somebody is trans and trying to get their foot in the door with an organization, like career-wise, this is 100% oh for them. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Yes. Uh, but, but really, my target demo is anyone who wants to grow their career and or anyone who wants to grow their business. Uh, and that's in the entire world, regardless of your diversity. Obviously, um, diversity and inclusion matter. And um, diverse communities can really extremely benefit, but also allies can really benefit from learning about how to empower differences. Um, because at one point in time in the book, I was an ally. And, and then there were times where I even wasn't an ally and didn't even realize it. Um, and so I talk about what I should have known or what I should have done. Um, so you get kind of a lot of different perspectives throughout this process of empowering differences. I'd love to hear from some of our audience members on some places where you have struggled um, in the workforce, where this could have worked for you or success stories that you have had. Um, I'd love to hear from all of you. You know, one of the things that I loved about your book, I mean, you, you, you went pretty far in five years. And you created your own position and you went to where you wanted to go and you had, you knew with your strategy that there were jobs that you wanted to skip. Like yes. You knew, yes. You knew there were, so, you know, for me, um, when I started my business, I just kind of, I went where the money went and I didn't think about it. And I tried to be the kind of photographer that other photographers were, which was doing a little bit of everything. Like it took me a, a while to find what photography do I love? Where do I want to focus my time? I can't be everywhere for everybody. I don't want to follow the, the path necessarily that most other photographers follow. How can I create the business and career that I love 
and fulfills me. And it, it was not an automatic thing. I actually had to stop in my tracks, which I've done a few times to reorient myself. My feminine heart was a reorient of where do I want to take um, my passion in my life and my career you would have had a standard job track. You go from position A to position B to position C. And you looked at that and you said, you know what? Position B doesn't work for me. I don't think I want that. Yeah. And and honestly, I had done the standard job track already prior in my previous career. And that um, it, it, it wasn't the worst thing. I mean, I enjoyed gaining that management experience and that's what people are going to put you in that box they want you to follow the career the normal career trajectory Um, and when I started working at the bank it was um, oh have you thought about going into branch management like they were like wow I can't believe you have all this management experience Um, have you thought about that and it was like you know a few months in and I was thinking to myself well I was still working on step one (laughs) and step two of empowering differences. And honestly, to tell you the truth, um, I wasn't in a position where I would have been able to be an amazing manager because I was still trying to know myself and I was still trying to learn and know others. So, um, so yeah, I mean, everyone will have your own process. Everything will look different depending on how you're working to empower your differences but just understand that if you keep to your heart and know what you want and you strive for that as your end goal, then you will acquire the right kind of skills that you need and you will get the right influence. You will get the right kind of access. You may have to work harder. It may be the harder road or the harder path, uh, but you will get there. And I love that because you can, you can fail if you jump into the deep end before you can swim and that mm-hmm. you knew you were learning about yourself that you weren't ready to be a manager. That's a personal insight. A lot of people don't have, I mean, a lot of people, they have an opportunity, they take it, whether it's right for them or they're ready for it, they take it. Um, and then that's, that's where we see a lot of failings in the workplace. Right. But that's why empowering differences really is that four-step process. Because if you're doing the four-step process together, right, in the right way, with the right heart and the right mindset, it will, it will help you in your career mission. There's no doubts about it in my mind. So we have some comments and questions. Um, first of all, Miranda Jones says your book is bought and paid for, and she can't wait to read it. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Miranda. Chloe Webb says, wow, yeah, I had that conundrum leading my team at my old job. Um, And Jennifer Lynn would like to share that she struggles with meeting people at conferences Mm. or being able to speak with people to make connections. And she struggles a little with social anxiety. Yeah. And what is that? You know, I'm a confident person. I put myself out there. You're a confident person. You put yourself out there. What about people that are a little more shy or extrovert? right? Yeah. No extra introvert, right? <laughs> I am. I am a little more introverted than I realized from COVID. I am. Right. I finally understood that, but you know, if somebody, if somebody chooses to be private, maybe they don't want to talk about their family or, you know, being a dog mom or, you yeah. know, what connections are. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I think this is a good point to segue for, um, I mean, you hinted at it a little bit earlier, but 
the online course that comes with this. So basically what I was thinking is, is um, you know, time is such a precious commodity that we only have so much of. <laughs> and while I would love it, right, that everyone take the time to read all 396 pages here. It's a quick read. It's a quick read. <laughs> It's a big font, uh, so so, and there are there are pictures in the book. Okay, for those that are wondering, right? <laughs> there are pictures. Uh, there are actually 50, uh, almost fifty pictures, uh, to be exact. Um, but uh, so the workbook is a repackage, basically, because some people work better and learn better that way. Um, and so by doing the workbook, that's a great way to to gain the knowledge around empowering differences. But honestly, for the introverts is really why I built the online course uh, Wait, that you used. Hold on, I have to cut you off for one second because Donna Niu says she's ordering the book and the workbook now. And so for Donna Niu, hold on, don't order it yet because <laughs> Ashley is giving our club members a special discount. Even of, more. Even more on the whole bundle. And yes. you know what? So I'm going to email that out to the club members right now while you're talking because I have that ready to go. So if you are a club member of my feminine heart, hold hold the brakes, like pump those brakes, <laughs> because we have a special link discount code for you if you want everything. Actually, you keep talking. I'm sending that email right now. Okay. So um, repackage, right? <laughs> repackage the information of empowering differences. So the book, right? And then I was talking about the workbook as a great way to learn these concepts and to empower yourself. But really, the online course that's brand new um, that will really change the way you start to think. Um, there are, it's basically, and honestly, I had um, a testimonial on this that came in today from one of my course participants who shared that the online course was literally my way to learn without having to be surrounded by a bunch of people in a Zoom meeting. I had one-on-one -on -one quality time. It was literally like a coffee chat with Ashley, um, <laughs> which coffee chat with Ashley should be fun. <laughs> um, but I present these really easy, connectable ways that you can empower your differences and you could come out of your show a little bit out of your comfort level. Um, and, and key takeaways that you can pull away from your daily life and actions to feel a little bit more comfortable in those spaces where are there, which can be overwhelming. Um, and the online course is um, basically encompasses the workbook, the book, right? And all of those things together is really what follows along with it. Um, you take the uh, self-assessment. Um, there's an introduction video. All the video libraries are housed right on my website. So you can access them and watch them. Um, and you can go back unlimited times as you want and keep to keep watching and be like, okay, what was Ashley talking about? And it's all on your own time. So you don't have to be in a scenario thinking, oh, did I get that information? I only got to watch it once. No, you can go back and watch again. Um, and it gives you that time that to build your confidence, right? It's like your own way to follow the four-step process of empowering differences. 
So club members, your email should be arriving now. I just out. It is a 75% discount on this bundle. Yes. Yeah. So um, if you want to know why become a club member of My Feminine Heart, this is just one of the many reasons is incredible stuff like this. So all and the really cool thing about this too is that um, you're, you're even getting access to this before the general population is getting access to it on Thursday when I actually for real have my full-blown uh, book launch party. Um, How can we support you with that? What's that going to be like? Tell us about your party. Yeah, so it's a Zoom um, and you all are actually all welcome to join on the Zoom platform. I have 500 total spots. So the first 500 people to join will get in. Um, you can access that Zoom link right from my page, Empowering Differences um, on, on Facebook. Um, there's a Facebook event that has the link um, there's also a LinkedIn event if you follow me on LinkedIn. And if you're here and you're thinking, I want to be more of an extrovert and I want to be able to grow my career and I'm not, so LinkedIn is a great, amazing way um, to, to do that. So um, yeah, there's so much opportunity out there in this virtual environment. I am going to put the Empowering Differences page on Facebook into our live feed. So anybody who's joining us right now will be able to see it. So I'm adding that in. Ashley, what else can you tell us about the program and the book and what, what haven't we covered that you'd love to share? <laughs> um, so we'll definitely come to the virtual launch party. Um, so maybe I can send you the link for that. Um, there's a Zoom, it's a Zoom, uh, Zoom webinar registration. Um, that launch party is gonna be going to really change your perspective of, of the way that you look at the world. Um, I have some really amazing guest speakers from GLAAD and NGLCC, um, because as, as you mentioned earlier on, I have some connections there. <laughs> um, and there's going to be breakout groups. So you'll actually have a chance to, you know, to be on video and you can share your camera and you can um, talk with the other people. You can network, you can learn. Um, from the uh, from from me because I'll be moving between the breakout rooms, um, and we'll have some activities around empowering differences. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you don't have plans Thursday night, uh, six to seven thirty Eastern, I'd highly recommend that you join. All right, sign me up. I will be there. I cannot wait to be in a breakout room. It sounds like so much fun. <laughs> and it, oh, we have another question from our oh audience. yes. Okay. Um, Yep. So from Ashley Chamara. Um, so another Ashley. Uh, I am currently a co-chair with an LGBTQ employee resource group at work. And I'm wondering what suggestions could you give to help this group create a proper plan to help include everyone? That's great. Uh, so number one, I would definitely recommend that you talk, right? That you have a conversation and you meet, um, that you meet inclusive leaders that are out there who can help you and share um, what they've been doing. Um, the, actually the inclusion lesson in my, uh, in my online course has so many amazing takeaways around creating safe spaces and 
um, and what inclusive leaders do and how they really showcase and develop the best people around them. Uh, I think you're going to really love that portion of the online course. Um, but also allyship is really important when you're developing, you know, that inclusive space for others. Um, so really, really be thinking about the easy, intentional ways that you can bring people, right? So around sharing pronouns. Uh, I'll tell you, every time I log into a Zoom meeting at the bottom, I click my name and I rename myself and I add my pronouns. It's not for me. It's for somebody who might be battling what their pronouns are or wondering if I'm inclusive of pronouns. Um, I mean, that's just one simple, easy action that you can make that's, that's going to really have a potential impact for others. There's thousands upon thousands of other ones. So I highly recommend that you talk to an expert in this space who can really help you. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Ashley, let us know if that, if that speaks to and the you. The world cannot have enough Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering, uh, Cassandra, did you see the part in the book um, where I refer to Ashleyisms? Because I thought that you would ask me about that. <laughs> well, we've talked about your Ashleyisms before. I think one of my favorite ones of yours is um, Florida. Right. <laughs> yeah. Florida, you know, because you wait. Um, I'm curious. Do you know who your Florida man is? Do you do you know that? Because uh, that that's a really fun icebreaker. So if you're an if you're an introvert and you're always wondering like, how can I actually really connect with the my audience and have a have something? Florida man is really good, <laughs> and um, and so everyone every person has a Florida man. Um, it's not a gendered term. <laughs> Um, all you do is you type in your birth date. So for me, June 13th. So I'll be expecting all the uh, birthday wishes on June 13th. Um, June 13th, Florida man. <laughs> and if you type that in on Google or whatever search web web you use, are you doing it now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on our comments. We've got another uh, comment coming in. Uh, but so yeah, they'll, you'll you'll really get to the sense of why it's called Florida real fast when you find out who your Florida man is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Ashley, Ashley, Ashley Chamara <laughs> says, thank you for the, for the advice. I think that works for her. Um, and Jennifer says, yeah, Ashley isms. Oh dear God. Yes. I would like to speak to, um, Oh, Chloe Webb says the NGLCC folks were so kind to meet me at the Trans March last year. So um, we always do, whenever Ashley's on the show, we do shout outs for Harry Young, who's the executive director of the CPGLCC in my neck of the woods, uh, which we call the Keystone Business Keystone Alliance. Business Alliance. Yes, I was going to make you put a quarter in the jar there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are branded as Keystone Business Alliance. Um, and yeah, so there's, you know, there are chapters all around the country if you want to get involved. Um, that's one of the things that I loved. You know, I think it's hard to have not heard the phrase dress for the job you want, not the job Ooh, you have. Like, right. I mean, we've all heard that. That's been around for decades. But one of the things that I really got in your book, and I don't know if you necessarily wrote it this way, but I felt like you were. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you were networking 
for the job you wanted, not the job you had. Like you put yourself out there to a lot of networking organizations. Like it's exhausting going out, you know, in the evening, your family after hours, you know, you're not getting paid for it, but it's something you do. In theory, you're not getting paid. You may not be getting paid right that moment, but I did get paid eventually, didn't I? You did, but that's, you know, you... You were like a teller and you were out networking like you were the VP. Yeah. And and, um, and so uh, I thought you were going to go to chapter 14, um, appearance awareness. <laughs> That's a big one too. Uh, you know, uh, and that I highlight the importance of having an image consultant in that chapter. Uh, so for those of you that have an image consultant, definitely please continue to pay and partner uh, with your image consultant. You may be past the point where you need constant image consulting, but it should be something that you never give up um, to have that lens. You will only see things so cool a certain way. And especially for the trans community, um, we missed a lot of us missed this whole learn and grow phase the teenage years (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so think about that think about how that really really will impact you Um, and and just remember that you have to really be aware and 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 so another thing that I'll tell you in this space when I was the teller I dressed as if I was the branch manager. Three, always three levels above your current level is the way at which I functioned in my role. Because when you walked into the branch, you look, you scan around based on people and you look based on the pe- people, what they're wearing, like literally, and then you decipher who the, who the boss is. You literally look around the branch and you make it unconsciously, okay, you make that opinion right there the moment you walk in everybody does it whether you admit it or not you walk into a room and you scan to see what people are wearing and you immediately make opinions of them i mean it's it's what every karen does right she eyes out for the manager mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i feel bad for that that <laughs> i know i don't uh, for anyone named karen <laughs> right i know it was like alexa right and now it's uh, <laughs> yeah. you can actually rename your alexa it doesn't have to be called alexa if your name is alexa um so i do want to i do want to say something to um uh, somebody commented on here that they've been retired for a long time so the book sounds interesting if they haven't already been retired so my answer to that would be because i'm always like you know, shop local, support um, minorities, support the special projects. Um, if this speaks to you, one, there in, in, in Ashley's book um, and in her workbook, she talks about not just how to find a mentor and how to find a sponsor, but how also then to be one. So if you're retired from the workforce and you feel like this isn't applicable to you, number one, um, it can totally help you and guide you and keep you engaged because we all know that in retirement, it's really important to stay engaged um, as a mentor and as a sponsor to people under the ladder. We don't ever want to just kind of like escape life and, and, and tune out. We always want to stay engaged and stay mentally sharp and, and involved in the community. But two, if you know anyone who is still in the workforce, this is a phenomenal gift. We got yeah. 
Christmas. We're in Hanukkah right now. This is like a phenomenal gift to, to give to somebody um, that, you know, does want to go after something special. Shalom. <laughs> Mazel tov. Um, yeah, and I would probably add one more thing to that too, because well, and you were kind of hinting in at the beginning is um, obviously by doing business right with someone who's going to you know uh, turn around and use this to help so many others, um, and, and that's honestly <laughs> empowerment. <laughs> Hello, um, it literally is empowerment um, to empower others um, and. And yeah, give the book away for Christmas, uh, give it away for Hanukkah, give it away for any, you know, this, you know what, if I had been given this, <laughs> um, as it, give it as a New Year's present. Um, I think that looks, that, look, that looks like that with fitness stocking. <laughs> that looks like and my it. But yeah, give it away as a New Year's present. Um, you know, this this is the time to be thinking about how you can help others and you can definitely help others. Yeah. And I'm always a new year person. Um, like even as a business owner, uh, when I thank my clients at the end of the year, I actually don't thank them. My, my family's business, um, when they had it, they would always thank and send out their thank you cards at Thanksgiving because they wanted to be the very first gift basket. They wanted to be the very first thank you note to their corporate clients because corporations always get overwhelmed, you know, with the gift baskets and the cards at the holidays. So they wanted to be the first. I like to be the last. And as somebody who also does a lot of commercial photography, I do a lot of work in the LGBT community and in um, the commercial world. And when those worlds merge, like with the Keystone Business Alliance, um, I like to thank my clients at the beginning of the year in January, because I get excited looking forward. Like yeah. what's the gift of now? Like there is never a more exciting time. And I say this coming from Pennsylvania when it's at the most coldest and bleakest and miserable to be here is in January. Um, there is never a more exciting time. It, it's when people put resolutions out. It's when people try to lose weight. In the corporate world, it's when people set their budgets and their marketing plans. Because yep. they're, they're gearing up for the entire rest of the year. This is when we do vision boards. And this is, this is when I feel we are the most open to be inspired. And I don't know about you guys, but there's never been a time that we've needed inspiration more. <laughs> like coming to the yeah. end of 2020, looking forward to 2021. What will this year bring for us? What can we manifest for ourselves? And I think that's what you did, Ashley, you manifested. If there's nothing else anyone takes from your journey is, you know, there's so many times when people could say, I can't achieve or I can't accomplish or I, you know, I'm never going to have because life is against me for stuff I didn't even pick for myself. The woe is me mentality. Yes. And, you know, as you are somebody who at one point you thought you could have lost it all, you were you know, to lose your home, I, I don't mean to continually heart back at that, but I know that was heartbreaking. And for you to yeah. have courage to step forward with mouths to feed, you're a parent, you're a four, four mouths to feed, <laughs> counting my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that took so much courage and for you to embrace your most authentic self when you were doing that, like you inspire me so much. And I'm just, I'm honored to, every time you come on the show, I loved reading your book, obviously. I mean, 
I'm a reader, but like if you give me something and I quote I know it, you you did it fast too. <laughs> I, did. I did. I'm like when um that moment when Harry met Sally and she's like quoting the magazine article at the on the date at the dinner table. That's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> or like the uh, or I have another one. How about uh, you had me and hello? Just <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Yes. More. <laughs> All right, you let, had me at hello. <laughs> so let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, I know. Are, are we in the after show now, right? This is the after yeah, show. This is the look. Uh, this is, yeah. So we're wait, gonna. Do, don't I have an outfit? I always have to have to have an outfit change, right? The oh after show, God, right? You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, no, no. This is just tonight. This time, though, I'm telling wait, you. Wait, this is the. Um, I had to show off this dress that I got. It was the one of the rent rentals. This is a rent the runway. Yeah, so I am rent the runway this week, um, but this is uh, this is a small business shout out for uh, Valhalla Tampa, um, which is my favorite closet that I have. It's a it's a limitless closet, and um, and so you can uh, you can access the whole library of of clothes, and it's all like high end high end thrift, um, and it's amazing. Oh my goodness, Danielle's amazing. So I'm giving a little shout out. Oh my gosh, please put her link in the comments. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, so let's see the dress. Oh yeah, so I have to obviously get up. Yep, so yeah. um, so hold on, let me uh, move this chair. I got a lot of props here, uh, but anyways. You are in a confined space, beautiful. Yes, and, um, and what's really cool about this one is it's got all the, all the way on the back zipper. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of fun anyways. I love that. And um, Lindsay Taub just talked about that in a workshop, like the diagonal stripes and how that creates um, a waistline looks yeah. beautiful. And you so, work with an image consultant. I, yeah, and, yeah I ref in fact, um, she did a excerpt in the book. Um, so uh, Pat, uh, Patty is, uh, Patty Solstice. Um, is an amazing. I'll see her tomorrow at my in-person book launch uh, in Tampa. I'm doing a small socially distant uh, event. So if you're watching and you're in the Tampa Bay area, you know, you can come and see us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a question from Linda. She says, definitely can use an image reboot. Yeah. I mean, Linda, like, we just talked about that right here. Like Ashley, Ashley had her look. And then she did work with an image consultant and she refined her look. Like your hair was longer. Oh my goodness. It was like, I just had really long hair. I mean, I was all about my signature hair color, which you, you, you can attempt to find this hair color. Good luck. <laughs> um, it's Ashley 01. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, you literally just have to cut it off my head in order to find it. <laughs> it does not exist, um, except on me. <laughs> uh, but it is my natural hair color. I'm very fortunate. I know that at some point it will go away <laughs> for those that are wondering. Um, but yeah, and it was just long. Like I didn't really have a style or a pattern or uh, a methodology to it. It was just either messy or straight or just hair. Um, and I had a lot of emotional connection to, to, to not wanting to ever cut it because of how triggering that was. So just realizing that I needed to get out of my own way and I needed to have an independent person 
speak and talk to me and present solutions that are going to help complement my sense of style. And I can still have bold lip and bold items and wear a fun dress. Um, but I can put things together. Like I would also have like 15 bracelet. I would have bracelet, bracelet, um, you know, rings, rings, <laughs> um, you name it. I, before long, I was like, it took me 10 minutes to take off all the jewelry because I wanted to be able to wear jewelry. It was like, oh my goodness, I get a chance to wear jewelry now. Um, so, but that may not necessarily be what's best for your style. That's not what a branch manager would have worn. That's not what a VP, a VP would not be like ready to go hit the streets like a jet battling with their jewelry. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. so Linda also wanted to know, and I'm curious about this too, how long did it take you to write your book? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so it, um, it took me, um, so I kind of had written like my story about me, um, which was kind of vain. <laughs> and then I had kind of chopped that and repackaged that. And that was some of what I used in my introduction and a little bit about my early parts of my career and, and knowing yourself um, is really how I repurposed that. Um, and, and then the aha moment for me, right, was when I reached that pinnacle of VP diversity inclusion. And that's when I was like, oh, wow, that's what I need to write the book about. Is how did I do that? And then, uh, so 2017, I've speculated this. And then 2018 is when I started my company, uh, late 2018. And then all throughout 2019 is really when I really started to hit the docs hard. So if you're thinking of writing a book, I'll tell you the secret to that is have the docs on your phone and literally voice record. Uh, because I'm not the kind of person that could just sit there and write or wants to type all the time. Uh, so for me, clicking the voice record dictate button to the word, you know, where it will put the words in a document for you was really powerful. And then I actually hired a developmental development editor, um, Brandy Lie from Best Laid Pens. So if you're looking and you're thinking that you want to write a book, um, Brandy, another diverse owned business, trans entrepreneur, and I'm outing her, but she said it was okay. Um, she was literally one of the game changers in getting this to finish um, from concept to finish. We worked together, we created the strategic planning sessions for the book. Um, and that's when I was able to really capture all of what I wanted to say um, and put it in the right framing. Um, and, and that's what people should know is the book Empowering Differences is not your first step into this business. Mm -hmm. Like you no. have been um, publicly speaking on this as a as an inspirational and motivational speaker. Yeah, I was basically a speaker without a without a platform, which was weird, and I kind of went around I went about it in a roundabout way backwards, <laughs> um, and and that actually presented a lot of conflicts for me, and it and it, mer it merged my brand identities for empowering differences, didn't really have its own brand. And I was just known as Ashley. 
And then when I would show up, I would be known as that lady that works at the bank. Um, and so I'll tell you that you want to be able to really um, concisely manage your brand identity because that will help you in this mission. And, and if you are out there, like educating others is, is good, but if you are doing it in a group setting for a major corporation, you better be charging them. Um, I, I can't say this enough, but if you, um, you know, they will come and they will ask you to share your trans experience or to share your lived experiences and, and they will not offer to pay you, but you need to say, this is my fee and you need to stick to it. And you may, they may say no. Um, and if it's a nonprofit organization and you want to donate it, then yes, then this is my in-kind fee or my in-kind donation. And don't be afraid to, you know, discount it half off for a nonprofit organization, especially if it aligns to your values or give it for free. If you know you're going to be, you know, helping others and that's a different scenario, but for these corporations, they need to be, they need to be paying, paying the foot to really get us as experts. I'm looking up a book. I want to make sure that I have it right in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I want to say it was the millionaire messenger. Um, yeah, I believe that's it. So I, you know, it's a, it's a phenomenal book. Um, if I'm wrong, I'll come back in the comments and, and correct it later, but the millionaire messenger um, I love self-help books and leadership books and books on business that actually have hard facts or yeah. a strategic plan or statistics because you can read a lot of fluff like oh you want to lead people you got to be strong you know like you know. right um so the millionaire messenger for anybody who's interested in, in going this path lays out very specifically like the seven ways you make income when you have a message yeah. And what you should charge if you want to be a motivational speaker. I want to be a motivational speaker and which is the beginning of my feminine heart and due to COVID, I actually may never motivational speak outside of my podcast room here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me living my dream. Um, so I have a question for you. Uh, did you like the, um, the data and numbers that I put in this book? Very much. I'm a big statistics person. And you already mentioned one of it where you were talking about um, like the what the 1.6, 1.9 trillion dollars um, yeah. that LGBTQ owned businesses like that economy that's put out there is incredible. Yeah, I, yeah. I like books that have a path and a strategy and, and yours does that but it's like got the human interest too, because you put in your own real story with it. So it's also not just yeah. on the business side, which can get very, very boring. Yeah. Um, so one of my questions, one of my questions for you, now that you've done this. What's next? <laughs> are you going to write a another book? Or are you like done writing books forever? Like, well, yeah, what's next? Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm giving this a lot of thought and, um, and so, of course, you know, I have the book and then I actually published the workbook. So that's actually my second book. So technically I'm dual published already anyways, crossed that one off the list. Um, my book, it, you know, is widely available on Amazon and I'm, you know, working to market that um, through the NGLCC, through GLAAD and through uh, various other connections that I have, right? I'm starting to use all of my connections. I'm basically 
empowering, following the four-step process of empowering differences to promote empowering differences. Um, so all of that is going to be over the next couple of months, um, which is kind of exciting. Um, having the course is a big part of this. And I think that um, I've been thinking about maybe doing, get maybe dipping my foot into podcasts um, or maybe a month, something monthly that I can host with the reader community that I'm building. Um, I created a Facebook group uh, for all of my uh, course participants. So when you join the course, you get access to the community. And then I'm thinking like I'll be able to host, you know, a once a month kind of event in essence to um, help provide feedback on how we can empower each other. Um, so th there's there could be more down the line around empowering differences. Um, and, uh, and then I've been building this into all of my speaking engagements now are in the realm of empowering differences and how I help and connect to that. Um, and, and it's been, it's been going pretty good. Um, so I've been talking to a lot of human resources organizations and um, human resources professionals around this concept of leadership development and I'm going to be mass selling the course uh, to those major corporations so that way they can put their employees through that leadership development piece that you get from the online course for empowering differences so that's all you know over the next two months and then some long-term stuff I have on the radar um, I wrote a reality tv series <laughs> um, which is centered around empowerment um, which uh, I need, you know, COVID-19 to kind of be over or be about to be over for that uh, to, to have legs. Um, so that might, I might be able to add executive producer to my long list of titles. Um, I'm consulting on a Broadway um, play for when Broadway comes back. Um, Basically, I'm like literally trying to follow the uh, Janet Mock School of Business. So if anyone, uh, and in fact, when for those of you that take my online course, um, I have at the end of each lesson in the online course, I have a powerful quote that actually connects to one of the empowering actions. And the quote that I chose for the last empowering action workshop which is on do you know what the 10th empowering action is cassandra mm -mm. the 10th empowering action the last empowering action is not last because it's least um it's last because it's the one that ultimately really made the light bulb come on um is enlighten and so you really have to get to the heart to be able to enlighten others. And I think that this one is so appropriate for my feminine heart because it connects our brands literally at the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right? And, um, and so enlighten is 100% built on the heart. If you don't get to the heart, you won't be able to have the light bulb go off. And then the aha moment will not happen and you will not be able to empower differences without that happening. It is so important. Obviously, all of the empowering actions are so important. 
but Enlighten is one of those ones that makes such an impact. And, and so at the end of Enlighten, you'll notice that I have a special quote for you when you access the course. Um, that's from Janet Mock. Uh, and if you don't know Janet Mock, definitely Google her. Um, she's literally my inspiration. So she definitely should be yours. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for you. And we're going to talk about reality TV because those who watch um, My Feminine Heart know that I have a, a penchant for, well, one for fun, kind of trashy reality TV, but I have an idea for a show myself. So I'm excited to see what happens with yours. Oh um, my goodness. You are going to be, since what you just said, you are going to be blown away with this concept that I, so together, me and the writer, um, we work together creatively to uh, write all of season one already. And it's, um, it's a 12 episode, you know, order that we're, that we're pitching. Um, and I'm going to be pitching to uh, Bravo and, um, and, and MTV, uh, because I, I, I think that they're going to really, VH1, I think they're really going to love this. That's so uh, exciting. It's, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and it's going to be really amazing for the trans community because they have a huge part in it. Good. And well, and you have your GLAD media um, connections, for sure. <laughs> Being on the, on the GLAD board and yes. the GLAD media awards. Yes, um, which we uh, we are planning for 2021. Um, we have a date reserved in May in New York City and a date for LA in June, and we're going to move forward with those events. Um, we just have the, the right now they're going to be socially distant, um, but they could be you know just close set. But it could be people. Well, you know we don't know. We'll see what it looks like. Well, we're going to keep our fingers crossed, everything crossed. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see events start to come back to life. I know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, Ashley, thank you so much. Um, Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited for everything that you're sharing. Uh, If you are watching and you are not on my email list and you wanted these emails that had the discount codes and all of the information and you want to stay up to date on everything with My Feminine Heart, send me an email info at cassandrastorm.com or you can um, sign up for our newsletter from our website myfeminineheart.com we have some exciting stuff coming up we have one last episode uh, for the end of the year and that's next week and let me take a look here at how many what's tonight's tonight's episode is episode 93 wow new year's day when we launched new year's day 2020 uh, 11 and a half months ago, we have produced 93 episodes. Um, and so next week will be our 94th. And as a special end of the year, it is going to be a collection of home videos that our club members and our experts made. And they sent them all in to me from their own corners of the world, wishing everybody like happy holidays and sending their best wishes out. So it's this beautiful, magical wish for everyone at the end of the year. And to start off January, um, I'll give like a little bit of a sneak peek. Our January sister of the month is going to be Brie Fram. Very excited. Um, She's an incredible trans activist in the military. Um, Very fortunate. She's going to be leading off our very first episode for season two of My Feminine Heart. And that's going to be uh, I think it's Tuesday, January 25th. 
uh, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, January 5th, not 25th. We had to get her in early on the schedule because um, as we get closer and closer to the inauguration, she's going to be scooped up for interviews with like CNN and other major national news outlets. So she will be talking to my feminine heart first, and then we're going to air her transition journey. And one really exciting thing. So, you know, um, we had comments on tonight's Trans Tuesday about um, rebooting image and, you know, starting over and where do we want to take our lives and careers in the future and all this kind of beautifully ties in. Um, starting in January, I have a feminine flexibility challenge. It's going to be a 30 day challenge. For anybody who doesn't know, I am also a certified yoga instructor. And as a photographer, when I'm working in the LGBT community, um, especially when I'm working with my trans clients, the number one advice I always give is be flexible, stretch, move your body. If you want to feel more feminine, the I, dream is to be more flexible and to move. You know, so many of my clients, um, built up their masculinity by being active in sports and working out and bodybuilding and kind of limiting the movement in their body. And then as they explore um, the feminine side of themselves, they want to kind of undo what they have built up and kind of loosen up. So what we're going to be doing, it's going to be really easy. If you are starting any kind of workout or weight loss program in January, this goes along with it. Every day at lunch, we're going to stretch for 10 minutes. Just starting with 10 minutes a day of just stretching and moving together. So if you are the least flexible person in the world, I'm going to get you to move with me. And if you do nothing else, it's 10 minutes a day that you are taking for yourself where you are shutting off work, you're shutting off the phone and you're taking 10 minutes to just breathe and stretch and feel um, more like yourself in your body. And we're going to be working up to our first um, yoga class together as a community. So we're gonna stretch together for a month very slowly if no one's ever done yoga before. And then at the end of the January, we're gonna be doing yoga together. So very excited. Like I said, I'm a new year person. I get really excited for January and all the new things we can start. Yeah. That's so, so exciting. <laughs> and I'm so excited for you. And this was perfect timing. So your in-person book launch is tomorrow in Tampa, socially distanced if you're in the area. Um, yeah. We can all from around the world safely Zoom with you on Thursday and from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have the link in our Facebook page. Um, anybody in our listening audience, anybody on our email gets 25% off Ashley's book, Empowering Differences, if you use the code HEART. And Ashley, I'm so excited. You have to tell me how many people use our special codes. And um, for our club members who are sisters who are invested in My Feminine Heart, um, they have special classes and workshops. We have our own private Facebook group um, for our people who are really involved and want to help it grow. So our club members help guide our content and they actually appear in several of our episodes through the year. So um, anybody who's really invested in that got a 75% discount on your whole bundle. And gosh, Ashley, thank you so much for that gift. That was truly incredible and amazing. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> Exciting. So, I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much for coming on and for all your time. As always, it's a pleasure. If you haven't gotten to it yet, order the book, Empowering Differences. It will empower differences in your life. 
And for others. <laughs> for others and for others. Ashley, thank you so much, my dear. You have a beautiful evening and weekend holiday, and we're excited to see your launches this week. And excited to see what I'm going to be wearing, too. Because... Yes. Oh, you're going to rent the runway Thursday? <laughs> a Wednesday and Thursday, so. <laughs> okay. Well, send us pictures for Wednesday for those of us who are going to be battling snow, <laughs> not down in the campaign area. <laughs> and I look forward to joining you Thursday night. Have a great great launch. We're so excited and we will see you there. All right. Bye everyone. Good night. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.